doing? Doing great, Matt. Appreciate being here. Um, certainly glad to have you here. Do, are you an avid podcast listener? We're just Beyond the Glory. You glad to have us back? It's right on the top of my list. Beyond <laughs> the Glory is so. Yeah, glad, glad to have you back for sure. Would you Would you like to announce that we've been picked up for episode two on on this on the podcast? We've been picked up for episode two. We're not, back. Not season, back and better than ever. <laughs> not season two. Just episode two. We'll see if we make it to three or not. <laughs> Did uh, go through health screening this morning? Health screening, temperature? My, my temperature is always just a touch low. So, Mine too. Yeah, still a touch low. It's kind of like my blood pressure. It's always a little low. So uh, we're good. Everything's good. Uh, you know, I've been really impressed. And I, I know you're going to kind of talk about some of this today, but been really impressed with our student athletes so far and what they've done and how they've adhered to, you know, what we've asked them to do from a mask standpoint, from uh, just social distancing standpoint and, and in and out of the buildings, you know, all of our buildings here, you know, you have to wear a mask on campus, but um, really with what our athletes have been able to do, um, not only in the building, but also during practice times and, and being able to really do a nice job with that too. It's been, it's been, it's been pretty cool to see because this is such a new thing for all of us. Well, I will say in true Dr. Wilson fashion, you have, you have uh, yeah. put the G claw on some pretty uh, fancy attire and they'll get a good shot of this. The Grizzlies are masked up, looking really good right now. This we, is this. Where did you find these things? We look good. So I give Dion did a great job for us. I said, Dion, we need some we need some G Claw masks, and and we had had a couple mocked up that I didn't love, and uh, he's really good, as you know, with graphics and graphic design, and did some work and got in the trenches and and found those. So not only do they look great, which you know, of course, we like to look good with our G Claws mm -hmm. and our gear and and buttoned up and pinned up as you know but those are also the most comfortable masks 100 percent. that breathe, was the first thing i noticed you know, mesh in them so it's it's been really good but yeah that was all dion well today we have to social distance and do health screenings and wear g-claw mask take me all the way back i did this with james back to march 12th that thursday is a day that i'll never forget I, behind the scenes for you, I can't imagine. That was the first time I talked to you was when we had the staff meeting that afternoon. What what was that day like with the information coming in on your phone? Well, I think all of it leading up to that, you know, everybody across the country is just watching to see what all other sports are doing, right? Not not college sports, but professional sports all the way all the way down. And I think once the dominoes started to fall, it became pretty apparent that we were going to pretty soon in, in that same realm and that we probably weren't going to be playing anymore in the spring or at least for the foreseeable future. And I think for me, you know, being kind of an SEC guy and a basketball guy, as soon as, as soon as the SEC basketball tournament was canceled, I think I said it in the building, you know, we're done. You know, I don't think there's any way we're going to continue to play this, this, uh, this spring with, with SEC basketball not playing, let alone the NBA and Major League and all that. So, um, it was very surreal, you know. I'm I'm on a lot of national committees still with the NAIA, and so a lot of talk, had, you know, had already begun to to start at the national level. Um, but I think once that actually happened, and once it started trickling down, I think everyone was just kind of you know, we were all kind of looking at each other, going, "Is this is this really what we're dealing with?" Because I don't think, even though we sort of saw the this the train, you know, picking up steam, I don't think any of us really thought that we were going to be completely done. In the moment in that meeting that I remember was we had the emergency staff meeting. We're going to shut down campus for two weeks. That was at the start of the meeting. And coaches started asking questions. You know, do we send our athletes home or home home? How do we still work out? Because the thought was we still were going to compete in May for national championships. And I'll never forget at the end of the meeting, you were like, 
guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not sure we're coming back this semester at all. Campus is going to shut down. We're all going to go home, and we're not going to see each other. And then all the questions went away. Like, it was just this moment of lull and silence where it went, this this is real. This is not a, a rain delay that's going to come and go, and we'll be better on the other side of it. It, it was real at that moment when, when you said that to that room. Yeah, I think I knew enough that I thought it's going to be really hard for me to see us being back together on a field like we think we should be or could be, uh, knowing what had already happened and projecting and predicting what was going to happen. Um, I think it was really hard for me to see in that moment, even though when those words came out of my mouth, I was still probably going, am I really saying this to, you know, to our folks that we think it's, it's really shut down? Because we're right in the middle of a great baseball run, right? Yeah. We're in the middle of a great softball run, and tennis, of course, uh, with their, you know, historical run that's still going, um, it just, you know, it was very surreal. It was unreal. And here we are six, six months later, still dealing with some of the side yeah. effects and at least trying to work our way back to fields of competition. But um, not that I'm trying to clear your name or point blame on anyone else, but there are a lot of influential groups that have led to this point. You know, um, the NAI level, there's local lo laws and, and policies and procedures in place. So help explain to, to the average fan out there, how did we get to this point to where GGC isn't competing in the fall as a team? We're going to push that back to the spring but we're still on campus. We're able to work out a little bit. And, and that progression, how did we get to this point from a decision-making standpoint? Yeah, and ultimately, you know, we, we look at for the governor's guidance to start with. And, and once, you know, sport kind of opened up in the state and, and state sports were allowed to play, then we knew that at least we were going to have some options here. And so once you knew that happened and then, then we sort of kept waiting on the NAI and again was in on a lot of those conversations and, and those decisions um, as well but once it got pushed for me once it got pushed to the spring once all of our championships got pushed to the spring which for us is soccer um, I felt I felt it was in our best interest and in our student athletes best interest not to play this fall purely for a safety standpoint um, the president and I met decided that together that, that we weren't going to play um, there are institutions across the country that are playing some this fall, uh, but we decided that, that it was best for us. One of the things that we really took into account, too, um, obviously player safety, staff safety, participant safety, uh, fan safety is all at, at the paramount at the top of all that. Um, but we also were, were very cognizant of what would our soccer schedule potentially look like if we moved everything from the fall to the spring. Because for us, being an independent, we don't have a built-in soccer schedule like a lot of soccer places do. And we've been very fortunate with the Southern States Athletic Conference, which is just kind of below us in terms of uh, geography, have, have graciously said, hey, we'll be willing to, to put you in our matrix. Wow. Let us play the Southern States soccer schools in the, in the spring. And then we would come back and, and host our AI conference tournament here on GGC's campus. So it worked out great for us. Um, we're going to play, uh, you know, a soccer schedule in the spring that I think will be an extremely competitive schedule and then be able to compete for a championship in the spring. And then baseball and softball will practice all fall. Uh, it'll just be within us, so we can kind of keep our own bubble, if you will. That seems to be the, <laughs> the, the word of, of choice right now. But 
we can kind of keep all of our athletes together. And then tennis is a little different. So we'll play a couple uh, individual tennis uh, matches this fall, or yeah, this fall. Um, the ITA stuff we'll play. Uh, they're not playing doubles; it's just all singles. So we'll do that, but uh, very limited. But at least it gets our athletes back out on the courts and fields of competition. Gets our coaches back out there. And then, you know, we can continue to work with them, not only as athletes, but as students as well. I think I can be a victim of Twitter sometimes. You, know, you scroll through Twitter and you read from fans or other media members. I can only imagine sitting in a conference room or maybe not sitting in a Zoom meeting mm -hmm. over the last six months. What are some of the craziest proposals that you have heard in order to get the Grizzlies on the field of competition and win a national championship? Yeah, well, it's been interesting. I mean, I think there have been a lot of different ideas. You know, everybody has an idea about a lot of different things but um, even now you know you've got some conferences that are playing some this fall you've got some conferences that aren't playing at all this fall you've got uh, some conferences who are playing the majority of their games this fall and then going to wait and try to play some spot games before the national championship in the spring so I don't know that there was any you know real outlandish uh, ideas at, at our level I mean I know they're still talking about this whole true bubble idea you know with NCAA basketball or obviously with what the NBA's done or Major League Baseball's trying to do. But um, I think for us, it's really, you know, what is the safest way that we can get our student athletes back out on the field and courts of competition and be able to, you know, give them the best possible experience that they can have as we move forward in this. Hopefully that it's not a new normal. Hopefully it's it's something that is at some point you know, going to pass. A bridge to the, to the other we, side. We sure hope. That's what what does it what is that we're on the bridge right now and, and we're trying to get to, to the other side and the other side being the Grizzlies out on the fields of competitions. As we travel across this bridge that James laid out very nicely for us last week, but what are some signs of success along that bridge? Is it you know, campus is open to an extent, you know, it's kind of a hybrid model in class, you know, online. Our athletes have cleared physicals, they're they're on the property working out outside. But eventually, I'm going to assume here, practices are going to start, inner squads are going to start, then schedules are going to be released for the spring. What's a good indication for our fans to latch on to to say, hey, we're moving in the right direction to get the Grizzlies out there on the field of competition? Well, I think the key is what I mentioned at the very beginning, is that our athletes continue to do what we've asked them to do, that they're, they're smart when they're off campus, that they're smart when they're on campus, that they're um, socially distancing like they're supposed to do, they're wearing the masks that we've provided for them. Um, they're, they're smart in the circles that they're running in that, you know, if, if people have any types of symptoms, they're letting us know, they're letting James know, uh, you know, immediately with that so we can work through that. But um, I think right now I've been so impressed with, with how our athletes have handled themselves. If, if we continue to do what we've been doing, um, then I think, you know, and, and of course across the country if the numbers continue to go down and uh, all of those things continue to, to show the type of progress that we've seen, you know, hopefully, come spring, we're going to be back and, and playing in a, in, a, in a somewhat normal fashion. I, you know, whether we're still taking temperatures and all that, we'll probably through the spring, uh, we have to take some extra precautions when we have other teams that come in and all of those types of things. But, boy, are we so fortunate here to have James Williams and Shire Williams mm -hmm. and um, the other folks that are, are affiliated with Northside Hospital and every all of those um, just – just different areas that we have that we can pull from, areas of expertise that we have that we can pull from that have just been uh, huge for us in, in all of this kind of preventative measure you know, that we've put in place as well. 
using those influences, those information from James and Northside Hospital. Uh, I've, I've been pretty fortunate to be on, in on some conversations that already we're starting to plan for the spring. Mm-hmm. Talk about some of the logistical nightmares when you include Doug and visiting teams and even the, the broadcast and what it looks like, logistical challenges when it comes to looking at CDC guidelines. Yeah, surely. I mean, we're going to have challenges all over, right? Regardless if it's just the, or not just, but regardless if it's CDC guidelines or GGC guidelines or state guidelines or whatever, we're going to have some challenges because we're playing all of these sports in a compressed amount of time, uh, on a compressed amount of, you know, facilities and fields and, and all of that. So, but, you know, we've got a great group of people and so we'll have a lot of planning that will be done uh, well before we take the field for the first time. And um, we will we'll have a great plan in place and we'll be ready to go. So I'm looking forward to that. I think once we get to January, February, uh, you know, hopefully the cases have, have really gone down. We've got a control, uh, control on all of that and we're able to go out and really get back to the business of, of trying to win some games. Well, I'm, I'm going to dig a little bit here to try to get an answer out of you. On March 12th, you gave us a little bit of insight that we probably weren't going to be back for the spring semester. So can you give me some insight today on what the next spring looks like? Any any bold predictions you want to make or yeah. any, any any insights you can give us that, you know, hey, when the weather turns, we plan on having six sports and the Grizzlies are, are, are winning games like they always do. Well, that's our goal. I mean, I don't know about any bold predictions or any of that stuff, but I do know that come February, whatever the first date is that we're going to be back out playing, we hope to be there and we hope to be playing well and we hope to put our best foot forward and uh, do what we've done here for the last nine years, and that's go out there and compete as hard as we can and hopefully come away with a victory. Are you looking forward to seeing six teams compete? Well, I guess it would be five. Five teams compete simultaneously as much as I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, I'm looking forward to the first one competing, you know. I mean, once we get them all out there, that'll be great, but just getting one back that's, you know, full go will be super for sure. And, of course, we've heard, again, more positive news we developed the, the AI announced earlier this week, GDC is going to be the home for the soccer championships too as well. What What's sort of the, I don't want to say game plan, but that seems somewhat normal to me. Not that GDC is going to host that tournament like they normally do, but the AI and the NAI are starting yeah. to regularly come out with announcements about playing championships. I think that's important. Yeah, and I think there will be some adjustments there because obviously we're hosting softball and baseball as well. And so, you know, there's probably not going to be a formal banquet like we've had in the past. This just probably won't happen. So we'll do some other creative things just to, uh, again, uh, be able to be as hospitable as we can to all these teams that come in. But, yeah, we're looking forward to hosting. Um, we're looking forward to just everything that goes into just a normal game day around here will be great, even if we've got all five of them playing at once and we're trying to figure out how to cover them all you know, with, with everything that we like to do here. Um, we're just looking forward to getting back out there. Well, Dr. Wilson, I know um, I'm going to assume you've covered about 12 missed calls and 15 text messages, another 30 emails just from the, the short brief time that uh, you've been here with us, and we greatly appreciate it. The, the guidance and the leadership, I mean, echoes off the walls in this building how much our coaches and, and our staff appreciate what you do for us. Well, thank you, and, and again, to you and, and Dale Long and your crew and, and just everybody here with GDC Athletics and our fans and um, and our players, you know, our athletes, especially with, with all that, they, that they've been through and that they're continuing to go through and they're doing, again, they're doing the things that we've asked them to do. It's just, uh, it's just so impressive. And so, you know, every day is, but today especially is a great day to be a Grizzly and it's going to be even be better uh, when we're actually playing that first day in February. So 
Thanks for being on the show today, Dr. Wilson. Really appreciate it. Fans, don't forget, hit the subscribe button on the Beyond the Glory podcast. That way you'll get notifications when new episodes come out each and every week. Don't be afraid to leave a comment too as well. Give us a five-star rating or maybe just a three-star rating. We'll get a four-star rating next week. We'll work our way up, okay? Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, log back onto our website, ggcathletics.com for the latest information.